choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, what up? It's Kells on a Saturday. Thanks for asking episode 214. I'm Kells at KMGT on Twitter. What up? Um... It's a little odd for me, but, you know, I had something to do this week on the Wednesday, um, and so, you know, I didn't want to rush it, I wanted to give y'all a good episode, plus I've been giving y'all short episodes, so I was like, you know what, let me just move it to Saturday, then, you know, I'm not, like, after work, it's no rush, and I can really, you know, just ramble on, don't worry, I ain't gonna ramble on and on, but I'll make up for the, it's been like three or four now, it's been a little short, no, two or three, one of them was actually all right. All right, so, um... Damn, if I can read my handwriting. All right, let's get started with the yours and negritude. It's going to be a little long because it's kind of going to merge. Well, we'll call it yours and negritude, but it's it's going to be longer than the normal one. It's going out to the BET Awards. Now listen, the BET this awards, were, awards this year were excellent. Regina Hall, she need to, well, I don't know about every year, but like, again, she was an excellent host. She's very funny. She did a really good job. She did a, um like a, a parody of Homecoming for DC that shit was hilarious she brought her and Taraji up on the stage listen if you a Gen Xer Taraji and all that you know everybody don't want to be called auntie but whatever we aunties that's that's my age group that's my cohort I was you know I ain't really like doing it but I can't stand go I'm from Philly I, we don't I don't do go-go music I say that shit sound like Timberlands and soda caps in the dryer I can't I cannot stand it but it was a big thing like doing the butt that was um it was on the soundtrack to, was it School Days, or was it School Days? Um, anyway, the whole Bicycle Shorts, Fanny Pack era, I never had Bicycle Shorts, I thought that shit was trash, but whatever, this shit was excellent, okay? Um, one of the better BET war shows of all time, Rihanna was there, she gave Mary the Lifetime Achievement Award and Mary did her own tribute just like Dolly Parton and I was not mad cause she killed it doing all the auntie dances bought out Method Man um it was great it was a great show and I just wanna say I have said this before but I wanna say if you are a black artist and you are skipping the BET Awards and or, or the um well it, I was gonna say Soul Train but it ain't no Soul Train awards anymore. But back in the day, all the black stars they went to Soul Train. They went to all. They went to the Grammys and all that when they got invited. Yeah, this is very nice. We're gonna go to these two. But they would. They went to all the black awards. If you are a black artist skipping the BET awards because you think it's ghetto or you think you not, you know, you above the BET awards and you to be up echelons and go only to the Grammys and then you spend all year um, pissing and moaning and making songs about how they ignoring you at the Grammys. They don't respect your music. You playing yourself. You're very corny. Your shit is whack. That shit is late, go to where you are appreciated they bought out the Central Park 5 you ain't never gonna see that on no motherfucking uh, Grammys and none of that shit, they bought out Central Park 5, they bought out um the head go-go guy in DC, I don't know his name, Chuck, no Chuck that, 
the ones who do the butt, the original the butt, bought them out, that's never gonna happen, they had, you know, they're not gonna give Mary J. Blige on Lifetime Award, like, go to your stuff, go to your own people's stuff, because it's our culture, they getting rich off of our shit, we make, just like what I said when I dragged Taylor the other day, y'all don't create anything, y'all just wait for us to do it and watch, so all y'all artists dragging y'all asses over there for, to the Grammys for that white attention and for that white validation, you're playing yourself, because your people who really appreciate you, who love you and know your art, it's at the BET Awards, Rihanna came, Lizzo put on a performance that was great to, to put, Rihanna gave her a standing ovation, which I did too, cause bitch when you turned around, where did you pull that flute out of? I, I was alarmed because you was up there and that little white thing jigging, turned around and came out with a flute, from where? From whom? From whomst? I'm assuming you had it in your, in your ample bosom, but bitch, a flute is long like, I don't, anyway standing ovation, it was great, Rihanna, they gave Rihanna standing ovation, she looked fabulous, um, she, she had on her own gear, they was like who are you wearing, she was like, I'm wearing me <laughs> as the richest woman in music, I have on, this is Fenty, by Fenty, for Fenty, at Fenty, I'm Fenty, yes it's me, um it was just a great show, it was really great I enjoyed it a great deal, there was no bad performances, they didn't have these little huffing and puffing, these whispery whack ass singers, you know what I'm saying you want to, listen, y'all respect the BET, y'all go, y'all get dressed up, I mean you ain't gotta be in a suit but look nice, you know, y'all don't show up to the Grammys in t-shirts and all that, y'all sitting on the front row looking, or come to the BET Awards you wanna make it, it, it can be a, a um nice production if y'all show up, so shout out to them, that was one of the better shows in a while, in a while, like that might have been the best show since it was another one that was good, I just can't remember when it was but don't, I keep wanting to say the one Monique hosted, which was excellent, um, it might have been, like Regina Hall did a really good, she was funny, she did she did this skit where she was up for this award, but they gave it to Regina King and she was like, no, let that bitch come announce the award then, that shit was funny man she was like, I came here, I host your funky ass show, you ain't gonna give me the award, and she ain't even here, that shit was funny, bro, um, yours are negative two BET awards, oh, but I have a, um, criticism, so we moving off yours and negative two, but it's still BET awards topic, but this is what I wanna say, people have brought up the fact that Pose was not, um, a nom- not included at all, and, you know, BT has had had a um issue. I don't know what year it was with the thing with B Scott. Now, personally, I um didn't think that. Not that I didn't think BT was wrong, but I didn't think that she tried to claim trans. I'm not saying she is trans. Not saying she not. But nobody had heard of her being trans until that incident. Um, and the fact was, you were employee, you were hired, and so they can, you know people were like, well, they shouldn't have hired her, she, that's absolutely true, that's absolutely 100% true, but they can also do what they did, but they've had an issue, BET has an issue with the LGBT community, and um, y'all need to get up off of that, that's why your BETs and all of that is not doing, you know, it's not doing that well, because listen, we out here, Pose is a cultural phenomenon, Pose is taking all over the TV, Jenna Mockton got this mega deal at Netflix, everybody's watching it, and um, y'all need to start, uh, um, LGBT people, we are out here, we work for y'all, we create in this content, and I don't know what y'all think y'all doing, but y'all, you know, y'all gonna have to start allow and letting us in, or we gonna go elsewhere. Um, to, to ignore that show, the, the cultural phenomenon that it is, that it's been, the shit got renewed for its third season after the first, um, I think after the second episode of season two, 
because people are watching it. And so for y'all to like totally ignore this show that's been honored by everything else, it's like, you know, and it's, it just goes into what I was saying. I'm not sure if I said it on here, but I know I said it in the tweets where, cause y'all know I'm trying right now. I'm trying to break out of this shit I'm doing and get to what I want to do. And I'm stepping on my networking and all of that, trying to anyway, it's kind of what I was doing on Wednesday. And, um, you know, I was saying how, you know, you have these affinity groups. So, you know, I'm a lawyer. So you have like the black entertainment sports law group. There's this other, um, organization I belong to, I hate the name, I wish they could have came up with a better name, but it's, you know, it's white people, so they don't have no swag, but it's called Lesbians Who Tech, I'm like, that's the only name y'all come up with, but whatever, but that's a, um, they're more on the tech side, and, um, you know, so anything tech, it could be media, from, from finance to venture capital, media, come anything that's tech associated, so, um, I, I belong to that, and I'm starting to, you know, try to, I mean, a lot, a lot of this stuff costs money, everything costs money, and my shit is not endless, so I'm trying to, like, pick and choose what I do, see what's worth it, what's not, but I was saying that when, you know, so you'll have, you know, this conference, or that conference, and like lawyers, you if you, you belong to different bar associations, like there'll be the annual Lavender Law Conference, which is more for, you know, is for like LGBT identifying lawyers, and then you have the, the regular one, and it's like, you, and then you have the black, you know, law conference or whatever, all this different shit, it all costs money, and I was saying that, you know, I have to choose, and when usually in my experience, I have gotten more traction, and more, had more success, when I tend to go to the gay events, than when I go to the black events, I would love to go to the black events, because the gay events, unfortunately, lean white, not all white, it's not all white, no, I'm not saying that, but they, they are heavily white, heavily white male, uh, you know, heavy on the G, if there are lesbians there, there's overwhelmingly white ones, or, you know, the kind that, you know, the black ones, you know the kind, that I'm, I get on here talking about them, but I get further with that, because I don't have anybody, you know, being kind of standoffish, or, you know, being fake, oh, you know, yes, hi, but, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about, that little feeling you get when it's like, all right, these motherfuckers is being funny style, I don't get that at the, um, at the gay events, and again, I get a lot further, I get people to be like, here, take my number, send me your resume, I got you, I get that more, uh, you know, the black events, they, they more, they very heteronormative, and I'm not, listen, I'm not saying anybody's doing it on purpose, but there's not a, um, <sighs> straight people have this thing where, and as a black person, you should understand, no, you're not excluding me, and you're not treating me any kind of way, like, you're being open, you're not excluding me, but you're not, there's a difference between, like we always say, there's a difference between diversity and inclusion, right, and a lot of these events, yes, you can come if you're gay, but it's not, there's, it's not tailored to you, there's not anything that makes you feel a part of it, other than, you know, you're black, but they just want to recognize the black, they don't want to recognize the gay, whereas when you go to the gay events, it's like, oh, we're gay, oh, and you're also, you know, it's, it's, it's inclusive, you don't feel like something isn't for you, and I just, all BET, and a lot of, you know, these black professional, uh, I don't know what the word is, functions, organizations, uh, movements, uh, drives, initiatives, whatever, if you could be more mindful of that, then I think you would 
go a long way to being more inclusive of the LGBT community. And again, I'm not knocking people. A lot of people, I'm not saying that I've ever, I've never gone anywhere and had a door slammed in my face. I had somebody, never, ever, ever. But, you know, I have been at these Beasley events and the little older, you know, auntie, auntie attorneys, you know, they kind of standoffish or whatever. It's a lot of, you know, it's just very heteronormative, like when you go on the, even the advice they give you it's like, ah, that works for you, that's not gonna work for me, because, you know, she knew your wife, and y'all go hang out together, and that's how you got that job, that's not gonna work for me, because ain't none of y'all gay, or openly, you know what I'm saying, so it's little things like that it's very heteronormative um, but the, 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 so bringing that back around Y'all gotta include polls, because when you leave something like polls out, you're, you're doing what I'm talking about, where it's like, you're not specific, this is a word I cannot say, you're not specifically, um, excluding anybody, but you're not exactly, um, opening, the, you're not exactly making people want to come in, okay, you be, to overlook something like polls is just crazy, you know, it just is, um, second thing, Tyler Perry gave a speech I know how I feel about Tyler Perry and his movies his movies are god awful, um, he needs to let you know, give more people, different people come in, give them creative control let them make their movies, not what he makes because his stuff is very it's very misogynistic, it's just it's a lot of problems with Tyler's creative output, but the fact that the man owns a studio, owns all his property, and is basically making money outside of Hollywood, because you know they told him nobody wants to see that, or whatever the case, all the things they tell you, you know, hiring black actors, hiring black, that's, I 100% ride with Tyler on that, and I thought the speech he gave was perfect, and I know, again, issues with Tyler, and I've heard about, you know, he only allows certain people in, you know, blah, 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 I get it, but what he said was true, like, stop all this Hollywood, so, uh, Oscar so white and all that, like, stop begging them to give you a seat at the table, fuck a seat at their table, build your own table and own it, because we are the ones who make the shit, they get rich off the shit we make, so stop going over there to try to beg them to let you sit there, like, that, you know, the white man's ice is colder, you know, and as much as I love Jay and all these other couple, all these other people, like I tell y'all, they talking about all this diversity and all of this, they always say that, but they only talking about that for their shit, like, they just wanted to be diverse enough so their shit can get made, cause when you look at their teams, the lawyer's white, the manager's white, they everybody rapping about their Jewish lawyer, they not, there's no black executives in the room, because y'all motherfuckers who have the power and who have the influence, y'all wanna be the white, y'all wanna get with the white people, cause y'all feel like, oh, that means I made it, cause I have a white lawyer, and that's why you get hold, that's why you get, you know, you're the only one in the room and they don't want to do your shit and they, they looking at you crazy, so it's like yeah, we get a lot of these diversity calls but y'all teens be all white and so, you know is y'all real or is y'all fake? is it just, just just diversity so you can get your shit done or do you really care about diversity? because y'all complaining about the directors don't know you and they getting in the rooms and they want to tell you what people don't like and what people don't want to hear and what people don't want to see, cause they white you're not insisting on nobody else being in the room, hey, you know what um, you know, I'm gonna make, I, I don't wanna, I'm sorry, I, I don't wanna make the deal with this studio because y'all don't have no black agents, I don't have nobody here, you know, and don't bring that one agent in the room cause you know I'm black, he might be worked out in the paper and just sit here in your suit and pretend like you're an agent, don't do that, no, I wanna walk around and I wanna see your offices, I wanna see this place is all white, I don't see no black people but the cleaning people here, no thank you, I'm gonna go somewhere else cause diversity, cause corporate, the corporations are starting to do that, they are really, a lot of them, not all, but a lot of them are really starting 
are like, look, we we only want to do businesses with diverse law firms. What is the percentage of black or Hispanic attorneys? Oh, not enough. Sorry. And it's forcing these businesses to diversify. So, um, you know, no polls. Get get it together, um, BT. Y'all have to figure out a way to include the LGBT uh, into this because we here. All right, uh, let's move on to this. Um, all I want to say, I had more to say about it, but more things have occurred since. So, um, the whole argument back and forth with AOC calling the concentration camps concentration camps, and you know, people spending weeks arguing about you know wanting her to apologize, and it's like. Again, why are y'all arguing semantic? First of all, first of all, and then you had like the Jewish people jumping in. And for the most part, let me just say this: for the most part, Jewish people, Jewish groups, Jewish organizations, for the most part, were like, um, she's right. That is a concentration camp. My grandfather was in here, or I was in here. That is a concentration camp. I don't know what y'all talking about. That's exactly what it is. Then you ask, oh, oh the Holocaust, and you know, Megan McCain's dumbass. It's like she didn't compare what was going on in the border to the Holocaust. She called it a concentration camp. Concentration camps are not exclusive to the Holocaust. Yes, they occurred in the Holocaust and they and they were probably, you know, peak level in the Holocaust, but there that's not the only place that they've been a concentration camp. They had a concentration camp for the Japanese in World War Two. I mean they've had them I'm sure prior to when any of us was alive back in eighteen seventeen, I know in the Civil War. I mean they were prison war camps, but if you heard anything about Andersonville, it's very notorious. Um prison camp where they held uh, northern uh, prison POWs and it was like a lot of people it was a big deal right Um, so it's not exclusive to the holocaust so for somebody to call something a concentration camp it doesn't mean they're comparing it to the holocaust and she didn't compare it to the holocaust and not only did she not compare it to the holocaust she jumped on twitter and educated you motherfuckers some more about the difference between a, a concentration camp and a death camp which I myself did not even really realize that there was a difference until maybe recent, like, I would say within, like, the past 10 years, I, I told, you know, I, I told y'all I watch a lot of documentaries on war and shit, and, um, there were two kinds of camps in the Holocaust, like, when you watch Schindler's List and, and, and those movies where they show the people, when they lead them into, like, the room, and as soon as they get in, they're gassed, those were death camps, so there were concentration camps where people were sent, the Jews were sent, and the point was to work them to death and, you know, eventually exterminate them, which was bad enough, but and people were killed at concentration camps, and people, of course, died at concentration camps, but concentration camps were for work. That's why they show that famous sign, and I don't know the exact translation, I know I always say it wrong, but I think it's work, work will set you free or something like that, that's not the exact translation, but they always show that over, I think it was Auschwitz that they showed that over, because Auschwitz was a death camp. But there were some camps that were specifically to kill Jews. Like, if you got sent there, it was for extermination. They weren't going to work you or anything like that. So these movies where you see the people in the striped shirts and working, those are concentration camps. But uh, but some of them, like Auschwitz was a concentration camp, but it was also a death camp. So they would separate you. So that famous scene in um, Sophie's Choice, Meryl Streep's video, that famous scene where she has to choose one of her children because the guard is asking her to choose because one of them is going to go to the concentration camp and one is going to go straight to the death camp because the plan they came up with to exterminate the Jews, they had, you know, you have to have a certain number and you had to kill a certain number and oh, it's too many, well you can't have both of them kids, we only need one so she educated them on that, like first of all, it is a concentration camp because a concentration camp is by definition this, this, and this, because they were like, oh, nobody's being killed and they're not gas 
gassing him, she was like, no, nobody's being killed, nobody's being gassed, that's actually called a death camp, which is quite different from a concentration camp, a concentration camp is actually this, which what this is, and again, nobody compared anything to the Holocaust, so y'all just jumping out the window, wrong, 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 and wrong, so, shout out to her, like I said, I don't agree with all her politics, I probably don't agree with most of them, but what I do agree with is that she claps back, and she doesn't, I'm going to go into this a little bit later. She doesn't suffer fools. I am tired. I am tired of people. Somebody said politicians. Some just and, and not just just in general. Somebody says something completely stupid, asinine, and and just dumb. And instead of correct, instead of saying to the person that what you just said is completely asinine, dumb, whatever whatever the case, because of this, this, and this, you just start arguing back and forth with that person like what they said was legitimate, and now you've just legitimized what they said, because now they're arguing, and it's like, you for instance, um, Donald Trump, when he says stuff like, oh well this policy was started under Obama and then, here comes stupid media guy, well but, what are you saying, like there weren't kids in camps with dirt, and it's like this policy was not started under Obama start there, what he just said was not true, so why are you just going off of what he said as if it is, well, let's let's see, but under Obama it wasn't these kids, because it's what he said is not true, they did not have a plan under Obama to snatch kids away from their parents, and store them in concentration camps, with no soap and no blankets and no nothing that, that just did not occur, so um, she doesn't do that, she, if you say something that is incorrect, she'll tell you that's actually incorrect, and here is why, and like I was saying blah 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 blah, cause I said what I said, and what you saying is foolishness and that's why I like her, and all these new young democrats, because they don't play those stupid games, because those kind of stupid games are what got us here people being semantics, and people being stupid and people trying to make dumbass arguments, just to make a dumbass argument because nobody will tell them you sound fucking dumb right now, what you saying is stupid so shout out to her for that um, so we got the, um, news that Bob Mueller is going to testify on the 17th, and here come, <sighs> listen, we really, y'all really blew, y'all really blew in 2016, and we are in dire straits, and I just, I am so nervous because I don't see, I see people just still going 100 miles an hour to stupid, I don't see anybody learning anything, I don't see anybody taking any lessons, because as soon as Bob Mueller announced that he was going to testify, well it's not going to matter, he's not going to say, he's just going to say what's in the report, people already know what's in the report, no people don't, that is the point people don't know what was in the report, because the report was, was released redacted and, and they had to fight to get it released at all, and, and the Republicans claimed that it exonerated him on their little bullshit, and the media fell for that, it doesn't matter what, if Bob Mueller says anything extra or not, even if Bob Mueller goes in there and just reads from the pages of his report, the point is that it needs to be made public because people do not know the, the amount of illegal shit that this administration is doing, they have no idea it needs to be made public Nancy Pelosi refuses to do her job she refuses to start impeachment hearings everybody wants to do all these investigations and bullshit behind closed doors, y'all not doing anything though, y'all are not enforcing anything, what is the point if these investigations you do an investigation, you find them out, they don't, y'all want to come testify, so you, you send them thousand letters, they still don't come then you hold them in contempt, they still don't come you're not gonna, you don't put nobody in jail you're not doing anything, so what is the point of all of this, you're not doing anything, 
there's no oversight, there's no check, they, they don't even come because they know there's no consequence for not showing up, and this is all setting a precedent, you, y'all think that y'all are just gonna elect, the Russians are interfering in elections, y'all talking about these fair elections, and you think that all of this is gonna go on, the next person is gonna come in, and they're gonna do something worse, and what are you gonna say, well we can't do that because of blah blah blah, the the status used to be Nixon, that used to be the standard, Trump has flew way past Nixon, and you're still not doing anything, so now he's the standard, which is no standard, so you're setting terrible precedents, and you know, this, this, confidence in 2020 when you already know that they're already started ramping up which I'm going to talk about later when I talk about the debates they've already started ramping up the bots and the interference and all that shit already this confidence in 2020 is misplaced as fuck like y'all what are, y- what are y'all doing the Russians said they interfered Trump, all these people getting locked up for interference and Nancy and them talking about oh we're looking forward to tr- fair elections what are you talking about people gotta smarten up, it is up to us, if we get our heads out of our asses and go down there and vote the way we're supposed to then we can get this motherfucker out of here, because listen, they're stealing an election and they're stealing an election, okay, that shit that happened last time, where people was she lost by 77,000 votes, okay people was writing in bullshit you can flip those little small, I'm sure you know, you can flip a vote here, you can flip a vote there you add it up, you get 77,000 votes, okay, it's, it's, I mean nobody, I'm sure if they go look, they can figure out that's what happened, but it's such a small margin, that people are like I, you know, I don't, I don't know, it can happen to 77,000 votes, but that's different than if in 2020, everybody goes out to vote like they did for Obama, and it's a huge margin of popular votes, and then you start to see, wait a minute, how is California red when she, you know, she got X number of many more votes here, how is Pennsylvania red, how is Florida red, when when it's going to be, if enough people vote, then it's harder to rig, because it'll be obvious, because it'll be like, wait a minute, electoral college works like this, how is it, there's no way that this could be this This could go, to, it's no way that this many people could have voted, not voted for Trump and Trump still win, it's, it's just no way okay, it'll be obvious if that's what they try to do which I believe they will, it's gonna be obvious, whereas, you know, last time, Michigan, um Wisconsin, okay, well you know, the, the, the key line, well Hillary didn't campaign enough in Wisconsin that, that had nothing to do with it, them motherfuckers rigged, that's Paul Ryan's state, them motherfuckers made an emergency visit to Wisconsin the week before the election, and the next thing you know, Wisconsin were, uh, flipped red that shit was rigged, that shit was flipped, that got them voter suppression law, is how they won that state, it had nothing to do with Hillary Clinton not campaigning on the ground, okay um so that's all I want to say about the Mueller testimony hold on a second oh no, gotta do my mid-time check, okay um what do I want to do next, um okay, the border bill cave listen, y'all said that Nancy, you know, Nancy is so accomplished and he, she's so we so needed and she does all these things I've been telling y'all forever she's not a wartime consigliere and we have war she's a compromiser, she's a deal maker that's supposed to be her, you know, she done compromised and dealt us into this present situation where the districts are all gerrymandered and we have minority white rule right now where the majority of the people's voting people's will is being overridden by these gerrymandered districts so that one party just stays in power no matter that the majority of the people are not voting for them um 
but she don't. She's supposed to be the deal maker. She's supposed to be a compromiser, and, and they totally caved on the border bill that they were supposed to hold out. And it's like they, there's never any. They never fight for anything, even the things that you should fight for. You, they don't fight for. We are in a war. We can, you cannot make deals about everything. You are dealing people's lives away. You cannot do that. You have to fight for people's lives. You can't just, you can't just deal them away. And that's what they're doing. And I am hoping and I am praying and I think it may be the case. You know, they the Democrats are trying to present this this united front. And most of the people don't want to impeach. I think that's bullshit. I think Chuck and Nancy are up there doing what the fuck they want to do because they're shook and scared and they don't understand what's you know the the, the um the lateness of the hour and they and they are just acting like this shit is just normal. And and I don't think that these other Democrat um Democrats are really with them like that. And I think that we know the younger um. Sorry, let me get a drink of water here. Mm. We know the younger ones are not. We know the ones that just came in are not. But I don't think some of these, um, you know, reelected ones are either. I think a lot of people are really like, listen, we need to move for impeachment. I don't know what the fuck Chuck Nancy is doing, but we need to move for impeachment. She's over there tripping. And I think, and the reason I think this is because, like I told y'all, when I, when I was in the military, when you get a, when you get a captain in, that you don't like, or general, or whatever the case in, that you don't like, there are ways to sabotage that, yeah, you gotta follow orders and all of that, but there are ways to sabotage that motherfucker, and you know, in two or three years, you're gonna be rotating out somewhere else, so you just like, alright, whatever, um, you know, I want you to paint someone, so I want you to paint the whole can, you know, the whole base blue, aye, sir, you don't, you know, don't, hey, what happened, oh, we're working on it, sir, we got a requisition, you know, oh, there's no more blue paint, oh, the blue paint had lead, it's all kind of shit you can do, and then, you know, you look up and that motherfucker's going, you're like, fuck, we ain't paying shit blue, fuck that nigga, right? And the next person comes in. And so there are ways that you can kind of undermine a person who doesn't want to, you know, act right. And I, I think, and I've read certain articles that are kind of starting to back this up. We know, you know, Ilhan, whatever her name is, she spoke out, she always gonna let shots fire. AOC said something. And I feel like some of these older members, they know that those three and Ayanna Presley, they know that those three will drop bars. And so they like, look, we ain't gotta make a statement, because we already know them three gonna say something, so let's just them say. But I don't think everybody's in agreement. I think that there are people who are like, look, we wanna impeach, we don't know what Chuck and Nancy's talking about, and I think this is their way of showing that, like, look, sis, um, you know, you, you in here talking about you the deal maker, and you gonna insist on this, and you gonna insist on that, when you don't really insist on anything, you're not gonna push back on nothing, it's all gonna be a show, so you know what, just pass the fucking bill, pass it, and I think that they did that to show, like, yo, she don't really have this backing that she, that she's claiming, we not really in agreement, like, she's like, if she had the backing that she said, then they would have been able to hold out, right, but supposedly, the Senate is blaming it on the House, the House is blaming it on the Senate, what that says to me is, y'all people, it's not fucking with y'all, and they're not working with y'all, and they let, and they just, look, let them out there, they, they, they so in control, and they swearing that everybody is just on board, so let them figure it out, and, you know, kind of left, kind of left her out there, that's what I think, I think these, I think these Democrats are getting tired of that shit, like, look, man, they got us out here looking crazy, my people calling me every day, that bitch is old, I don't know how much longer she gonna be here, but, um, you know, 
I really think that this is a mistake. I think we're going down the wrong road here. I think we really need to start trying to, you know, impeachment hearings. We know that it's not going to lead to impeachment, but that's not the point. You know, we need to have all this stuff. We're going into another election, and people really need to know what's what went on. Now, if they know, if we get all this information out here and these knuckleheads still do it again, then, you know, we'll deal with that. But we got to at least put that information out there. And that's what I think. I think that that's what that bill was. I think people was like, all right, Nancy, you know, you got it. You got it. Go ahead and make the deal. And she couldn't make the deal, and they like, fuck it. So, um, yeah. Which leads me, I probably should have thrown this on the back, because I was talking about um, gerrymandering. So, um, the Supreme Court handed down some decisions, um, and one of them was, they took the census question off, fine, great. But the other one that they that they upheld was gerrymandering, and basically what the court the court basically punted, the court basically and and to paraphrase Elena Kagan bitched out, and they said that that's a political question, not for them to decide. Now, if you know anybody that's taken constitutional law, paid attention in civics, one of the first things they tell you about the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court has to try. Um, the Supreme Court only has jurisdiction over a legal. There has to be something, a legal issue. Um, there's a term or phrase, but I can't remember. There has to be a legal issue at play, right? They don't make political decisions. In other words, they don't look at things that where there's not a legal question or there's not a legal something that needs to be solved or interpreted at the highest level. They don't just look at things and make a, they don't make political decisions, right? That's, that's what the Supreme Court does not do. And so what they did was they used that to not vote, and basically to say, basically, we cannot say whether or not gerrymandering is constitutional because that's a political question. Um, the United States, in theory, is a democracy. What a democracy means is that the people choose their representatives. Now, it's very difficult and complicated the way that was all set up, like it goes by population, like, okay, we don't, again, we don't have the popular vote. We don't have where, you know, more people vote for this candidate than than the other candidate they win. We have this thing called the Electoral College that was set up to allow for slavery. All this other shit they tell you is nonsense. It was for slavery because there were so many slaves in the United States that if you were going to if you were going to allow um, population to decide, then the Southern planters who had all the slaves and all the population back when back when the country was being put together and the constitution and all that was being written, there were way more population-wise people in the South because the South had slaves, the North did not. And so, if you're gonna say, well, you know, um, Georgia's population is, I don't know, however many, and so when they, you know, and, and all our slaves are gonna, you know, we're voting for our slaves, you know, like the master's vote counts as the slave's vote, then the South is going to decide everything, and that that was one issue. And then the other issue was that the, for the places at that time, the Wild West, the wilderness at that time, I think maybe was far west as not even Missouri, because that was um, what's the name and what's the name? I, I think I think the farthest west was like I don't actually really know. I know thirteen colonies on the East Coast. I don't know what the wilderness was considered back then. I know like Missouri and all that shit was like wilderness back then, still native tribes back there. But the issue was um 
you know, these these other populated states would not have representation at all because their population was so sparse. So that's what got into the Electoral College. But the point is, it was supposed to be set up so that each state could have, you know, equal representation. So states with more people should be able to send more representatives because they have more people, but we didn't want, like, Montana to not be able to have, like, anybody or only have one. So we're, all right, we'll set up this electoral college and we'll give them such and such, you know, we'll give Montana 10 electoral votes so they can, so they can have make a dent, right? Because if they only count one, it don't matter what's going on, you're always going to be not voted. So, I'm making it very simplified, but that's the Electoral College, but it was really, that was later, as we expand the West, it was really for slavery, it was really to um, not let the Southern states have, you know, be able to just vote by their population and count their slaves, because that's what they would have wanted to do, right? Um, and so, what has been done under Nancy's watch, since the 90s, going unaddressed, is the reason why the um the major- the reason why the popular vote differs from the electoral vote is because what Republicans do is they they draw these districts so that they always win so if you're in New York City, let's say where it's very diverse and very you know all different racial groups, they will draw a district that will be like a circle around Staten Island and a circle around, I don't know, Long Island and and, and where only these white people are and they'll say, that's the 15th district and so that district will vote the way white people vote and then they'll take the district where all the black people are and they'll break that up into like, oh no, this block is that district, that block is that district, so in other words the, the black vote doesn't count, and so the white vote is so concentrated, and, and that's who always gets, and that's what gerrymandering is, you're you're basically disenfranchising people, because it's supposed to be one person, one vote, right, as through your representative, well, what they do is they draw these districts in crazy ways, so that it's not one person, one vote, so that you, in a state like New York, let's say, you can have this small little minority population of white people this, just decide everything, because you've drawn the districts in a way that it, it the other votes are diluted, and that's unconstitutional. That's not democratic. It's in the it's in the constitution. It's written everywhere. It's not democratic. You're not supposed to be able to do that. So people have been doing it. People have been challenging it. Some places it, it, the states strike it down. Some other places they don't. So it's going up to the Supreme Court, and Supreme Court is supposed to decide. And the Supreme Court has not. And they they's like, oh well, we're not going to decide. So basically, they've allowed. They've said you can you can gerrymander as much as you want to. Basically, we're not going to decide on it. So if you're in a state where your courts don't under control, then guess what? You're going to be gerrymandered. And it's because John Roberts, you can tell by his decisions and some of the some of the. Uh, decisions that he sided with the liberal side on, he's worried about the legitimacy of the court, and he should be. He should be worried about the legitimacy of the court. And so, I think that he feels like by staying out of this, he doesn't want to be pulled into partisan politics, and we don't want to be political, but bro, by staying out of this, you have upheld partisan politics, and you have, in my opinion, accelerated the illegitimacy of the court, because the reason why the Supreme Court is the Supreme Court is because we listen to it. It doesn't have an enforcement arm. It doesn't have anything. We have just set up the country that we have decided that when there is a legal question, it will go to the Supreme Court and they appoint it by life. And, and there have been times in the past where the Supreme Court became illegitimized. One of them was, um, uh, I think, uh, was it Marbury Madison? No, it was, was it Marbury Madison? There was some case, I can't remember. I, it was a Lincoln? Yes, I think it was Lincoln. Um, there was a decision that came down, 
and it didn't, you know, it was unpopular, it wasn't what people wanted, and the statement was made, well, the Chief Justice has made his decision, now let him enforce it. In other words, they was like, okay, bro, y'all wanna, y'all wanna play games, and y'all wanna do all this dumb shit, we're just not gonna observe your decision, and what are you gonna do? Okay? It also happened under Roosevelt. Roosevelt was trying to get the company, the country out of depression. He was passing all these laws. He was passing all this stuff to try to design to get rev the economic engine up and get people back to work. And everything he was sending up to this extreme right wing and uh, corporate Supreme Court, they were declaring unconstitutional. And it was and, and Roosevelt wasn't able to, to do anything and it was shutting things down. And the people were like, "What the fuck y'all doing?" So Roosevelt was like, "Okay." alright, y'all wanna play games, this is tell you what, one of the powers of the president is to add more judges to the court, so if y'all wanna be up there and play games, you know what I'll do, I'll pack the courts, I'll send more judges up there that are my judges, and I'll pack them in, cause there's no limit on the amount of judges, we just have the nine that we have, but there's no, there's nobody that says it can't be more, and I'll just send five more of my judges up there, and all of y'all be on Supreme Court, and they'll vote the way I want, and now what? and that seemed to work, and I feel, and a lot of people feel, that if we happen to win this election, if we, if we can get our head out our ass and win this election, the next president should probably pack the courts, because the damage that Trump has done, he's gotten two justices in there, he might get another one, that's irreparable, and that's gonna last for 40 or 50 years, and so if we really wanna get out of this bullshit and move ourselves forward, we're gonna have, we're gonna need judges that are gonna decide in the right way, and so we might need to pack courts again, I think that if we can win, we need to pack the courts um, and so you know, I don't, I think if you're trying to if you're worried about the legitimacy of the court, my man you probably just accelerated, because I, like I keep saying we're gonna see how this 2020 election goes, but like, at some point, you know, I know it sounds really good for one party to stay in power and all of this, but like, listen, revolutions are fought, we set up, gov- we stop beating each other in the heads and doing all this warfare and everything to set up governments, representative governments, to give the people, um, the same shit they poo-pooed in Game of Thrones <laughs> to give the people representative government, okay, and so and so to stop people from taking laws and things into their own hands, we give people the right to vote, people vote for their representatives their representatives represent their interests, and that's civilization, but if you're gonna set up a system where people are voting and their vote is being overridden because you have this small minority that doesn't want democracy to reign then people are not gonna do that shit anymore and then they're gonna take things into their own hands, and that's what happened in France, when they rolled out these guillotines okay, so y'all keep playing with this bullshit, like no, you can't just you're not gonna be able to just push people and push people people are gonna push back, and at some point people are gonna stop respecting the Supreme Court, oh you say I can't get an abortion okay, well what you gonna do, okay oh you gonna send your cops, okay fuck your cops we got guns too, what y'all gonna do that's, that's how every revolution in the history of the world has ever occurred because, you know, you give people no options, right and that's one thing about America, you can say what you want, but we are not a lay down and take it country. That's how we became, that's how we became America, because we was like, fuck England, which at the time was the most powerful country in the whole world, no greatest superpower in the world, and we said, fuck y'all. So, keep playing. You, you, you've exasperated the leg- uh, illegitimacy of the court, because what's gonna happen is they're gonna gerrymander, and people gonna be voting, and, and these people that, you know, 10, 20% of the population things that they want, minority of the population have their things going forward and that's not democracy, and people gonna start being like yo, fuck this shit, okay, and order's gonna break down, and that's gonna be that
and people you tell that to people and people think that you're being dramatic and all of that and it's because y'all never listen most of y'all are fat and lazy you've never been nowhere else you've never been to other countries you've never been anywhere where it wasn't nice sweet and protected and they had laws and you know you ain't never been nowhere where people just run you down in the street or just chop you up or whatever the fuck they want to do with no repercussions y'all ain't never been nowhere like that and y'all don't know how easily that can happen y'all don't know how easily you can slip into that you know, these other countries don't get that way overnight, they got that way because they don't, you know, they don't observe things the way we do, and we can easily go that way, and we are going that way rapidly so, uh, you know that's not a good decision um, and they're doing that because they're trying to counteract demographics and they basically are, they're basically uh, setting up a white minority rule in a country that is overwhelmingly not white and I don't see anybody doing anything about it. Um, so that brings me to this other subject, which, you know, it go. I've said this before. I said it with um, I don't know what I was talking about. Where I'm tired of people and their little sensitive personal bullshit. And so, um, this week or last week, I think it was this week. Um, they showed a picture of this man and his baby who drowned, they were trying to run across the river, and they drowned, and they were circulating the picture of their dead bodies on, on, you know, uh, Twitter and news and everything, and everybody, well, not everybody, but a little bit, oh my god, stop retweeting at, that's disrespectful, I'm triggered, I'm so tired of you motherfuckers, and that triggered, and that sensitive bullshit, look, if you trigger, you sensitive, you got trauma from childhood or wherever the fuck else, so God bless you, go get your therapy, understand, but the world don't revolve around you, beloveds, it, it doesn't, and, and I, me and people like me, we are tired of everything coming down to that, okay, listen, the world is a very bad place, and it's getting worse, and, and throughout history, you know, people right now, like I said, they're very fat, they're very late, everybody is sitting around, nobody has changed, everybody's still just wound up in their own little shit while Kamala's a cop, and all this stupid bullshit, and they're not speaking to my person, all this stupid bullshit, if you motherfuckers do not get your head out of your ass and understand that you are part of a country, and you are part of a community, and you have to do your part, everybody has to do your part, you cannot just be in your own little corner worrying about you, which is where we at now, which is why this idiot asshole is president, because nobody wants to feel any responsibility for anybody else, nobody wants to make any sacrifice for anybody else, nobody wants to be the least bit uncomfortable for anybody else, nobody wants to have to look at a, dumb mother, that man and that baby had to die, to make that picture, okay, they was triggered in the motherfucker, they dead now, to make that picture, and here go your ass, talking about, oh, I can't, I'm just so traumatized, for, for, by what, have you had to run across the river for your life, fleeing fucking drug cartels and all that shit, and the shit be so terrible that you fucking risk your fucking life and die, trying to get to this fuck ass country, but it's, at least it's better than where you came from, have you gone through that, you have not, so shut the fuck up, the fuck are you talking about, I'm just thinking I'm so sensitive, what, the, for what, I can't stand you motherfuckers, like goddamn, everything is not about you, and your fucking feelings, go talk to the doctor, or whoever, get the fuck over yourself, because historically, it has been pictures like this, that shock people out of their fucking complacency, and really get people mad, and really get shit changed, in the fucking World War II, when you went to, in World War II, 
everybody was rah, rah, yeah, yeah, you know, super patriotic, we all know this white people bullshit, Uncle Sam and all that, but when they were going to the picture shows, at the end of the picture shows, first they first started, they would save little clips from the war, they would show the battle in midway, that's how people kept up with the war, they would go to the picture shows, and at the end they would show them the great battles and they would tell them how we were, how we were marching and the news and all of that, but they said, as the war started drawing on, drawing on, one of the reasons they dropped the bomb on Hiroshima, besides racism, was because they really wanted to end the war quickly, because we had been fighting long and the Japanese were giving no sign that they were going to give up, so they wanted to end it because people would start, it was starting to draw on like any war, and it's like, what the fuck and so, one of the things that they started doing, was showing the bodies floating in the water, we stormed the beach at Normandy, showing the bodies, showing all the death, and like, yo, wait a minute, this is like a war, like, these people are really dying, these boys are really dying by the thousands, look at them, all scattered across the beach, that's what they started showing, and the t- and people started saying, hey, wait a minute, we need to end this war, okay, Vietnam, the same thing, people started going to Vietnam, and people, you know, everybody, you know, at first, early in the war, people weren't, the, the anti-war effort wasn't as wasn't as, um, volatile as it was toward the end, because they started, because in Vietnam, and that's, the Vietnam is the reason now, why you don't have war correspondents in the battlefield now, you don't have, in Vietnam, when you have Ted Coplin, all them dudes in the trenches with the guys, they don't do that anymore, because that turned the tide against Vietnam, because people were seeing that on TV, and people were seeing them burn the villages, and people were seeing the dead civilians in Vietnam, and people were seeing the dead soldiers, and everybody's like, wait a minute, I don't, what the fuck is we dying for these niggas over there for, if they don't want communism, let they do it, that start led to the uh, opposition to the Vietnam War, which eventually ended the Vietnam C- civil rights. People, white people in the North, started seeing on TV Bull Connor and them sicking dogs and fire hoses on people and running people over with horses on in Selma, and and they showed them little girls' bodies coming out that bomb church in Birmingham, and that's what got really people going. Like, wait a minute, you can't treat people like seeing that shit on TV. Historically, it has been the shocking images that have that have led to change, and so now when we have people running for their lives and not being allowed asylum and being shot at at the border and snatch having their kids snatched from them and put in cages we need to start seeing that, because people are sitting back saying stupid shit and arguing about what's a concentration camp and what's not a concentration camp, because we're safe, and we're, and we're and we don't see these things, and we have these people on the news saying, oh my god, I went down there and these kids are dirty, they got snot and crusted shirts, they got flu, they're not washing, the stench is horrible, and, and, and people are shocked, like, wait, what you talking about? We need to see those two people died, those two people, that, that man and his baby gave their life trying to get over here, and the policies that this fuck-ass administration have put in are, are causing him and his baby and people like him to die, and we need to see that, because people are complacent, and people are still on this dumb shit, Bernie's still in the race, I don't even fuck, Bernie Sanders should not even be fucking allowed to run, because that motherfucker, the Russians interfered in our election purposely to damage Hillary Clinton's campaign with Bernie Sanders, and that motherfucker did not drop out, how are you a fucking patriotic American when you know that you are part of a Russian scheme to interfere in a U.S. election and you allow it to go on? You allowed it to go on because you stayed in the race and you allowed them to fucking uh, hurt Hillary's campaign because you were never going to win, my dude, and you're not going to win this time. And honestly, you shouldn't be allowed to run again. But as far as I'm concerned, you're an accessory to the Russian interference because you knew that shit. You knew they hacked it. You knew what they were trying to do. You knew the same information everybody else and you still ran. So what are you about? I wouldn't allow you in. 
I wouldn't lie half these motherfuckers, you should, you should have to be able to, I don't know, raise a certain amount of money, or have a, I walk around like in high school, walk around to get enough signatures, to, you need fucking, I don't know, five million signatures of people saying they vote for you before you can, be, before you can run fucking president, we, otherwise, we ain't letting you, 20, 22 motherfuckers is too much, we don't need, it's ridiculous, so anyway, um, we need those pictures, and you know, you motherfucker. oh, don't listen, if you're sensitive, if you're triggered, all that, I'm fine, I respect that, that's fine, scroll past it, don't watch it, get off the internet, but stop dicta- Stop telling people not to retweet what you, and I'm triggered, I, don't, I, I, I swear to God, I swear to God, I don't know you, I'm sure you're a nice person, I don't give a fuck about you being triggered, that's your fucking problem, that's not my fucking problem, I'm triggered by shit too, but that's my problem, I don't make it everybody else's problem, okay? and especially as something that is so much bigger than me, especially as something that is affecting millions of people and their lives and, and our democracy and things that are bigger than my fucking feelings and my little fucking hurt. Like, I'm, like I'm the meek are, have inhabited the earth and I'm tired of it. Everybody worried about themselves is how we get Trump elected because, oh, I'm not going to vote for Hillary because she called me a super predator. Number one, no, she didn't, dickhead. Number two so the fuck what, the guy over there calls you a nigger, okay, and not only does he call you a nigger, he's actively going to try to make sure you feel like a nigger too, cause he don't think you feel niggerish enough, niggers used to feel like niggers, used to be a time when niggerin' was niggerin', and now these niggerins that got too big for their fucking britches, and they not niggers no more, they African Americans, and we don't like that shit, we want them to go back to nigger, and you motherfuckers let it happen, sick of that shit, everything ain't about you, okay, I didn't really necessarily, when I first saw the picture, I didn't, I didn't have no comment, I felt, I felt, my issue with it was, is this for sensationalism, right, are they doing this for sensational, are they doing this to, for sensationalism, and that's why I didn't retweet it initially, because I was like, oh, would they do this, to, if, if these was two white, if these was two Irish people folded up, would they do this, like, is this disrespectful, are they just doing this for, you know, to get the people going, so that's what I, when I went back and forth, because I was like, uh, you know, I don't know, but then I was like, no, you know what, it's not sensationalism, it's like, yo, people, this is what is going on, y'all up here, you know, acting like Trump is no big deal, and yucking it up, this is what's going, this, this man and this baby, just died right now, those, they bodies was fresh, they just died right now, cause this bullshit at the border, that these motherfuckers go on TV every day and lie about, so yeah, we need to see those bodies, and you probably need to take them cameras down, another example, um, Katrina, when they took them cameras down to the goddamn Superdome, and saw all them people, and people was like, oh, wait a what the fuck, what are you talking about, they ain't have water, this is a United States city, they don't have water, y'all can fly water over to Thailand and all them other places for these fucking um, national emergencies to drop them all kind of shit, and New Orleans right here in America, you got people living in a Superdome like fucking animals and they can't get water, you can't get water to an American fucking city, y'all got people dead living on the, on the um, causeway, and, and bodies just floating in the water in an American fucking city, that's what got fucking the aid to Katrina, okay, you need to see those images, people need to be shocked off they ass, okay, and we ain't got time, listen man, if Trump wins again, shit is gonna be real hard, and I don't know what y'all triggered soft motherfuckers think y'all gonna make it, if y'all can't look at motherfucking pictures, I'm here to tell you, from somebody that's a veteran of, of, of war, and the military, y'all are not gonna make it, because this is nothing, it could get so much worse, it could get so much worse, this motherfucker trying to start a bullshit ass war with Iran, let me tell you something, 
Iran is two, three times, Iran is two, three times the size of Iraq. If they start a motherfucking fucking round and start a forward Iran for real, y'all motherfuckers gonna get drafted. They're gonna institute a draft because they're gonna have to. Because the army we got right now is barely big enough to, to, to contain Iraq. Iran, you that's a whole nother ball game, and that's a sophisticated country over there. Okay, we're not dealing with no fucking, you know, backwater, backwoods, you know, Taliban's running back and forth, none of that. Iran is sophisticated. Them motherfuckers over there are, are, are smart people. Okay? So, y'all better fucking get y'all, y'all, y'all fucking ass off your shoulders and back down on your waist what belongs. And we're gonna need y'all to buck up and we're gonna need y'all to be a little bit brave and we're gonna be, need y'all to be a little bit hard and we're gonna need y'all to do your fucking part a little bit. Okay? And if you can't do your fucking part, then please just go to the back and be quiet. Because I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm tired of it. We need to come together and we need to fucking just this one time, right after, we can go back to fighting. We can go back to fighting, we can go back to down, okay, now Kamala's in there, now Kamala's in there, and so now we can press her, okay, bitch, look, now, you said you was gonna, uh, institute the little, let the people out, let the people out now, you know, okay, Elizabeth, you still in the center, you said you was gonna do the, come on, institute it now, then we can go back to that, once we win, okay, but we gotta be united to win, we need everybody to do their part, and that means you gotta stop being so fucking selfish, and you gotta get your head out of your own fucking ass, and you gotta get out of, and you just gotta fucking sacrifice a little bit, and if that means that, some, you know, somebody's dead body picture gotta go across the TL for people to see what's happening, then that's what it means, okay, and if you can't take it, then just, just scroll past, or don't watch it, but it's, it's not, nobody's being disrespectful, that's not, that's not the, and I get it, because when I first saw it, I was like, is this disrespectful, are they really just putting these people's dead bodies just to, just for shock, but I was like, no, it's really not, it's no more disrespect, I mean, it, I mean, it is disrespectful to, to display a body like that, but there are, there are times when you do that, right, Emmett Till's mother laid her son in an open casket, he looked horrible, he was swollen, he was bloated, he looked like a monster, but she was like, no, I'm not closing the casket, because this, I want them to see what they did to my child, I want them to see what them fucking evil ass racist white people down there do to human beings, this is a 12 year old boy, I want you to see, I want you to be offended, I want you to be shocked, there is a purpose for it, it is to, to, it is to stir people to action, it is to get you off your ass, and say, hey, wait a minute, this ain't, this is bullshit, okay, so, that's why they put those pictures there, and, you know, I don't have an issue with it, we, we might need to, might need to do that more, okay, might need to show them, these kids that keep dying in these facilities, might need to show them, dry, rolling those little babies' bodies out, so people can see, this is not a game, they lying to you, these, these kids are dying in here, they're not being taken care of, they snap, they kidnapping them from their parents, and they holding them hostage, and they're dying, children, babies, we might need to see that, we might need to see that, to get Nancy and them off their ass to really do something about this, and if they don't, then, hey, move them around and get somebody who will, alright, now to what I really want to talk about, so, sorry, I gotta check the uh, time one more again, so, okay, um, so I didn't watch the, so the Democratic debates came on this week, I don't know what day the first ones came on, because I wasn't watching them, I, God bless, 
22 people is too many, 11 people on the stage, that's a Wu-Tang concert, I'm, I just, and y'all don't got no keem or no cash or nothing rules, nothing around y'all, so I wasn't watching it, but Kamala Harris is my candidate, I think she is, I think she should be the Democratic nominee, because I think she can beat Trump, I, okay, and so I wanted to watch her debate, because I knew, I knew that that debate was going to do exactly what it did, which was jump her over a lot of people and increase her fundraising because the sis has the range. I've been telling y'all that she has the range. I don't know why people are are taking the the fucking former AG and now Senator California, the most populous state, one of the most productive states, one of the richest states in the country, if not the richest in the country, as a lightweight as somebody to be underestimated, as somebody that, I don't, I don't, I don't know why y'all doing that, but Kamala Harris has never lost an election, and in that debate, you found out why, and if you've been listening to this, I've been telling y'all, I'm gonna reiterate, I like Elizabeth Warren, I think some of her policies are doable, I think most of them are not, at least not in the short term, and I just thought she'll get creamed by Trump, she's just not, very nice lady, nice white lady, means well, works hard, but she, she, she's not built to take on a bully, okay, she's a nice white lady, Joe Biden, you know, is basically, through his association with Obama, jumped to the top of the heap, he doesn't have a platform, and to be honest, he is not much different than Trump in that, (coughs) sorry, sorry y'all, he's an old white dude hanging on to old white shit, it's just he you know, well he, his whole thing is well we need to go back when we reach together and work across the aisle and I work with segregation it's a blah blah, he's one of them old the same shit they've been on that has gotten us nowhere, reaching across the aisle what's the point of reaching across the aisle to people who just gonna pull their sword out and chop your hand off cause they don't wanna work with you on shit, cause why would they? you're no threat to them, we have, you have no, you have no leverage, we don't have anything you want, and we don't have to work with you, because we can do what the fuck we want when we in power, because y'all don't do shit, so, work with you for what, and, and like somebody, um, on MSNBC, historically put it, um, you know, people are drawing on that time, like it was nostalgic, but why was that nostalgia, because in these deals that were made, and this reaching across the aisle that y'all were doing, who got screwed? Us, people of color, black and brown, we're the ones that got screwed on those deals. And of course, that's why you want to go back to that, because you're trying to hold on to your power just like the other side is. But you, you know, you're trying to dress it up like, oh, well, we got deals done. You got deals done that screwed us over, okay? You got deals done that created Reaganomics. You got deals done that created crack. You got deals done that created mass incarceration. You know, so fuck all that. And, you know, I don't think, again, this notion that oh, well people, you know, people just wanted to give Trump a chance, or people did, that's bullshit, y'all voted for exactly who y'all got, so this notion there's these good white people out there, these, these swing voters out there who just, you know, oh god, we just want to, oh, let's get another that's, not, that's, that's nonsense, 53% of white women voted for Trump, another rape allegation just came out, what came of it? Nothing, because they don't care so, I, you know I, I don't, Joe was going to beat Trump how? They go stick with the devil and you know so you know, I, I don't that and for numerous reasons. But but the debate, what what Kamala displayed in the debate is what I have been trying to tell you. And every time I say that I think Kamala is the one that can be trying, I was like, well, why do you say that? What do you mean? She's only eight percent. Blah blah blah. Y'all not y'all not 
y'all got you know turn your third eye on for me okay read between the lines for me okay and black people uh, black women I'm really I'm really disappointed in y'all that y'all don't understand what I won't I won't say y'all there's a lot of people to get it but the ones who don't I'm really disappointed in y'all because what you saw in that debate last night was a, a black woman who was highly qualified highly competent overcompetent overqualified holding her own and defending and asserting herself against a blowhard white dude who is standing up on stage as a blowhard white dude, talking about how much he's done for civil rights and nobody's more dedicated to civil rights, when you got a black woman here who was bust, who's the US, first black, well not the first black senator, but um, the first black woman, black woman senator of the state of California, who was actually bust to school, and you standing here talking about all you did for civil rights and she said, well wait a minute, cause you voted against school busing, and actually, and he, oh, I didn't vote against school busing, I left it up to the, to the districts, and she was like, well, yeah, but in this country, um, historically, we can't leave certain things up to the district, because if we did, we would still have segregation, because that was also a state's right local thing too, right, that was the whole thing, well, we don't want the federal government telling us that we got to unslave these niggers, and we don't want the federal government telling us we can't whip these niggers, and we don't want the goddamn federal government telling us we can't make these niggers pick cotton, and got to give them votes and, and writings, and, 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 and letting them sit in the goddamn counter and eat the grits next to us, now we can't, we don't want the federal government telling us that, that ain't that, that's the state's rights argument, so you standing up there saying, oh, I didn't vote against I vote against federal busing. I vote against the, the you know the federal government making states actually honor the Civil Rights Act, which we passed. I mean, that's the argument he was making. And Kamala was just like, "What? The, what are you talking about?" And the only thing I wish she would have said different. And I, when she turned to him and she said, "Look, I don't think you're a racist. I think she meant that. I think that she doesn't think Joe Biden's a racist, but." What I wish she would have said, and I, and I get that she can't because it would upset so many people, but James Baldwin said it the best. He was on a talk show, and the guy asked him, you know, oh, so you're just saying all white people are racist. And he was like, listen, I, I don't know if all white people are racist. I don't really care. That's not my concern. I don't know what's in your heart. I really don't care what's in your heart. It makes no difference to me what is in your heart. You, 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 you know, once again, white people centering themselves in this conversation, it does not matter what is in your heart, what I know is you don't allow me to go to schools where you go you don't allow me to go sit where you sit you don't allow me to drink from the fountain you drink from you, you redline so that I can't live where you live, this is what you do and this is the effect it has on me, it, it deprives me of my rights as a citizen, and so that is what I know, whether or not you are racist in your heart, I, I don't know, that's between you and, and whoever your God is, and I really don't care, and that's kind of I wish that Kamala could have said that, but she could not. But what she said was, I don't think she, you're racist. Or she probably doesn't. She knows Joe very well. I'm sure she got it wrong. And, 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 you know, she probably doesn't think he's racist. But the point she made is, however, the fact that you yourself are not racist really doesn't matter because you were voting with people whose policies and, whose stand, and who, if they had their way, I would not be here as a serious contender for president, nor would I be a U.S. senator, nor would I have been allowed to go to those schools, nor would Barack Obama, who appointed you vice president, been able to be elected. So, you know, it doesn't really matter if you're racist, if I think you're racist, it, it, it doesn't matter. You touting this ability to get along with segregationists is like, says what? And it was just brilliant. And the reason why it was brilliant is because she's black. Like, 
you would think this would be obvious, but it's not, and not just because she's black, because she's a black woman, because Barack Obama was black, and he never, and I'm saying it, and I don't care if you get mad, he never stuck up for us, he never stuck up for black people, he always made white people, make sure white people felt comfortable being, you know, having issues around race, and you know, that race speech he gave, and all the white people, oh, it was so great, yeah, because he made you feel, oh, it wasn't such bad that you locked your windows when black people came by, he never stood up for us, and Ferguson, he said, you know, pull up your pants, he never, Barack Obama did not stand up for black people, okay, never, Black women, a black woman, Kamala Harris though, she was standing up for us there, she was saying, no, 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 that's not what we gonna do, because of this, this, and this, and you're not gonna talk over me, because I actually was there, and I actually was one of the kids that was bust, and it was, tw- and not only was I one of the kids that was bust, I was bust 20 years after Brown versus Board of Education was said that y'all had to let us in y'all schools, okay? And I'm and Kamala is not old. Kamala is I don't know her age. Was she fifty? She's fifty five. She's not old, okay. And so that means there are people older than her. And and busing continued into the eighties, okay. So a whole lot of black people in this country are bust and know exactly what she's talking about, okay. Number one, number two, black women. We know, we go in these offices, and we sitting there, and we the smartest one in the room, but all these white dudes are sitting around talking, and blowhard, and hot airing, and you know, we always have to speak up, and assert ourselves, and make our, and make our voices known, and that's what Kamala was doing, and that's why I said, that the shit that they're gonna be able to throw at Hillary, you're not gonna be able to throw at Kamala Harris, because black people, we have been dealing with y'all Caucasian bullshit since we've been here, we know how to deal with you, and as much as y'all wanna call her a prosecutor and a cop, the fact that she's a prosecutor is what is needed, because a prosecutor knows how to cut through bullshit and get to the point and ask the questions that matter, which is what she did last night. Because what she didn't allow Joe to do was talk over her and talk about, oh, I did these votes and I voted for that. She was like, yeah, that's nice. That's a nice homeboy. That's real nice. You voted for all that. And you, you know, that's great. However, I'm a black person that was bust. 20 years after 1955, and I know y'all try to act like 1865 and racism was over and what's we all complaining about, but let me let you know that I am here because I got bust. That's what makes me here, and, and, and so is a lot of other people. So I don't, you know, that's nice all that over there. You did all that, white man, that's great. However, I actually know what I'm talking about. And that's why, and, and the reason why it was so shocking, because nobody else does that. Because, again, like I said this before, y'all don't know how to deal with, with, Caucasian shit, or cause y'all are y- y- y'all don't get it. Kamala gets it, and that's how she hit Joe with that with that straight right. He wasn't expecting that shit because it didn't come from Obama, who never took off for black people. So he was like, "Oh, oh, oh my God, oh, you're calling me a racist?" But but I was white. I was Obama's vice president. Not what do you mean? I don't have a racist bone in my body. That's what I always say. I have a black friend. Blah, blah, blah. Kamala was like, "Nah, bro, no," because what you did was. You voted, you voted along with people who wanted to keep me and people like me out. And the shit that they throw at Hillary, they're not going to be able to, th- because Hillary Clinton, they, again, with the whole concentration camp thing, they get caught up in bullshit. They don't, they don't get it. And that's the same thing I said with Elizabeth Warren, the thing with the Pocahontas. We were like, it was no big deal. It was, it kind of was, though, because what it showed is that she doesn't, she, that, He's clowning you, sis. He's insulting you. He's clowning you. He's like, oh, oh she named him, oh, this bitch Pocahontas. Okay, hi. it's a joke. 
She's, he's clowning you, so the way you respond to that is you, you don't run out and get your DNA to prove that, that is not the point, ha, look, I'm 33%, now you, it's even more of a joke now, cause it's like, this bitch done went out and got her damn Indian, oh, you Indian, that's me too, bitch, we all Indians, and you still Pocahontas, you know what I mean, like, it wasn't, it, that wasn't what that was about, what you should have ignored, what you, sh- if anything, you should have said, st- another racist remark, okay, you know, he gonna call me Pocahontas, he's racist, that's what you just should, that's a racist comment, I'm not even gonna dignify it, you know, perhaps I shouldn't have said I was Native American, I do my bad, I do have some, any of my family, but it's, it's a small percentage, and you know, my bad, I shouldn't have said that, but I mean, my, his response, my response to saying I'm Native American was to him to call me Pocahontas, which is just like a slick way to say nigger, you know what I'm saying, like, that's what she should have said, you don't go run out and do your DNA and slap it down, hi, see, I am Native, and that's, and, and there will be so many more instances like that, and she's just not built for it, is what, is what I've been trying to say, you have to know how to deal with a bully and a racist bully at that and black women, all our lives have been dealing with racist bullies, because black women were the heart of the civil rights movement, and the heart of every fucking movement in this country, because a lot of black men, no disrespect, or actually all the disrespect, y'all don't, you know, y'all not on the, y'all don't be on the front lines, you ain't gotta take my word for it, look for history, it's young folks, and it's women, black men, you know, y'all like to come later, which y'all, y'all like to take the pictures, and raise your fists, and dress up like Panthers, and all of that, but, even the Black Panther Party, why did that break up, if you watch the uh, documentary, it broke up, because all the women, who were actually the, 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 the driving the party, and, and doing all the things, were being ignored, but, you know, what do we know from the Panthers, we know the, the picture of Huey in a seat, we know the black, that's we know the imagery of dudes, but that, that, y'all are never on the front lines, it's always the women, it's the women taking the brunt, it's the women stopping y'all, from stopping y'all from getting lynched if they could, it's the women hiding y'all, y'all running from lynches, it's the women hiding y'all, it was the women singing the songs, that helping you run away north, it was Harriet, who was running back and forth, freeing motherfuckers, after she got free, coming back to get y'all free too, it was Sojourner Truth giving them uh, speeches to get the white women, hey y'all not gonna forget about us in this vote thing, it's always been black women we know how to deal with these motherfuckers so and 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 like an article I read today actually, and I thought it was correct where um the guy, basically, and this, and this is what I've been saying, like Trump should have never won anybody is better than Trump, for y'all to fucking be so fucking stupid, that you let, oh, well, it wasn't my candidate, so I'm not gonna vote, let this motherfucker get elected, that's the only reason he could get elected, because any of these Democrats, even Joe Biden, is better than motherfucking Trump, so we should not lose, the only way that we can lose is if motherfuckers do the same dumb shit they did in 2016, and so, that's another reason, I'm voting for Kamala, because I want to see a black woman president, I do, I want to see a black, and, and anybody can, anybody can beat this motherfucker, and so, do I want to say, alright, we got the worst president anybody has ever seen in, like, any of our lifetimes, and do my response, as a response to electing Barack Obama, the first black president, and so, in response to that, do I want to fall back and be fearful, oh no, oh lord, the white folks is mad, we done elected that black president, now they mad, we better go ahead and put some good white men up in there, so, so we can have, you know, they don't take all our shit, fuck that shit, be brave, be bold, like, anybody can beat this motherfucker, so I'm voting for Kamala, 
I'm voting for Kamala because I think she can beat him. I think she will beat him. I think that she's being severely underestimated. I think that, but I think that it's very early, and I think that first debate showed people, hey, who's this lady? Oh shit, this the one that they've been talking about. We ain't know. And the next debate is going to be, and I think, and I think, see, she set Joe up because what's going to happen is Joe and them going to go back, and they're going to be like oh shit, we gotta be ready for her the second debate, and they're gonna try to go hard, and he's gonna be trying to be rude, and he's gonna try to overstep her, and he's gonna try to overtalk her, and she's gonna get him again, she's gonna get him again, cause you think she's not ready for that shit, and she's gonna be ready for that shit, cause again, we know cracker shit, we know everything about y'all, y'all don't know nothing about us, and they gonna come in, I'm telling you, watch, they gonna come in there gangbusters, oh we ready for her, she gonna, we gonna cues, we gonna call her revert, we gonna, watch, they gonna play themselves, cause Kamala gonna be even more ready, and she gonna hit him again, watch, I guarantee you, they gonna come in there trying to be hard, and uh, you know, blah blah blah, and, and he gonna walk, Joe, um, Joe is not it, he is not it, he's unrepentant, he doesn't listen, he thinks that he's he's believing these fucking me- white male media, white male dominated media, telling him he's the only one that can win, and he's the only one that can beat Trump, he's believing that shit, and it's gonna lead him astray, I'm telling, watch, y'all watch what I say, that second debate they gonna come in there and they think they gonna they think they gonna gang up on Kamala and she not gonna be, and she gonna be double ready she knows, cause we know that's what y'all do, okay I done made this motherfucker now, okay this motherfucker I made him look silly to me, he mad about it he left out, his lips was all clenched, he tight he gonna be mad about it, he gonna try to come in this second meeting and try to make me look stupid, so I'm gonna have to make sure I still got my receipts and I'm gonna be ready, cause I know he gonna try to say this that and the other, and I'm gonna be ready for him again Cause that's what we do. That's what we've been doing all our lives. Watch, and cause she's a prosecutor. She's a prosecutor. You're not gonna out. This is why I said she's the only one that can beat Trump. You're not gonna out bullshit her. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be able to slide little silly shit past her like you. Even Hillary. Hillary let a lot of shit go that she shouldn't have. And plus, Kamala is very charismatic. Y'all see her. She's extremely charismatic. They was all and 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 she's good. They was all up there screaming and yelling, and what did she say? Guys, 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 can everybody focus and get it together? Because we here to do this debate, to tell the American people how we're going to get food on their table, not whatever the fuck y'all talking about, okay? All of the men on the stage, and, and she's the one that pulled it together. She's good. When she, I, and I kept telling y'all, and I was like, this shit on Twitter, people talking now, she ain't, and I'm like, yes, not real, because I'm watching MSNBC, and I'm watching BBC, and like, I, you know, Googling, and on YouTube and shit, and her different functions, and I'm seeing all these people, Kamala brings them out, and they love her, and kids is crying and tearing up, and people taking, well, she's just like, it's very Obama-esque, it's very Obama-esque, around this time, myself, nobody knew, I was like, Barack Obama, who the fuck is that, but that motherfucker was out on the road, and people loved him, people loved him, and they were, and they were inspired by him, in the same way Kamala had them little kids crying for her, that's the same way Obama did, and I'm telling y'all, I see it, I see it, so, now, now, if you watch that debate, you see what I'm talking about, about Kamala Harris, I think Kamala Harris is going to win the nomination, I think that these motherfuckers, and, and I mean, soon as that debate was over, they did, a, everybody was tweeting about all the little bots that kept coming up, so now they're talking about Kamala's, it's funny, these little Russian bots, because, again, people, 
these white people, they think that we are easy, we are as dumb and easily manipulated as their people. That's why they don't understand when they see the Candace Owens and the Armoroses. They think they can, oh, what's the problem? We got a black person. Look, listen to the black person. They think that's how we work. Cause that's how they stupid ass voters work. They the Trump dumbass up there to say stupid shit and they just listen to them. We we could not have survived in this country to the extent that we have and thrived to the extent we have if we worked like them. Them motherfuckers is poor and broke and dying early and all addicted to drugs and all addicted to opioids because they're stupid. Because they don't, they, they believe the bullshit, they eat it up and look at them. We have never, we have been the, like I continuously say, we being black people have been the only people in the history of this country that ever made the United States live up at any time to what it claimed to be. We led the civil rights movement, and all the other, that got everybody their rights, and people, the, the Asians, y'all can get mad, and the Latinos, y'all can get mad, be mad, I don't care, the Civil Rights Movement was a black movement, it was a movement to end segregation, it was a movement to end Jim Crow, which was affecting black people, it just so happened that it lifted everybody up, because you, it, it, the, the thing says everybody is equal, but as you treated us, you treated everybody else, and you know, these Asians and Latinos they love to extra- extract themselves from the well, we weren't slaves, no, nah, you weren't slaves, but you weren't considered American either, so how, I don't understand how you think you was gonna be part of this social fabric, and we was just and, 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 and they was gonna let you in and you in, and not us, well we we've been here longer than anybody so, you know, you, you can say what the fuck you wanna say, but they put the Japanese in the prison camps because they didn't give a fuck because they considered y'all to not be Americans. All of them motherfucking Japanese they put in them camps was American citizens, but they were Japanese, so I, you're not American, you gotta go. Y'all see how they did the natives? Y'all see how they did... So, listen, the, the black people from the Civil War that we fought in to get free, and we did, which is brought in the 14th Amendment, which, which made all the fucking Bill of Rights applicable to the states, which we did, which is written for us, the African slaves, Negroes, are, we are mentioned by word in the Constitution, the 14th Amendment was passed for us, so that the Bill of Rights could apply to newly freed slaves, to Jim Crow, fighting the Klan, and, 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 and um, all them cases that, uh, Thurgood Marshall was taken to the court that eventually led up to Brown versus Board of Education that ended segregation in schooling, which ended segregation in a lot of other places, that was black people okay, up to the Civil Rights Act, that was black people, the Civil Rights Movement that took everybody out of this uh, second class citizen state to whatever it is you want to call it now this is black people we are the ones who have bought this country as far as it's gotten. And they're trying to take it back now. Why? Because we elected a black president, and white people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, everything was all right. You know, we didn't care. Y'all do your little marches and Jesse Jackson and all that, sure. But wait a minute, president, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And that's what all this is about. And there's nobody better equipped to deal with that than black, because we know, we know what Trump is, that's why we didn't vote for him, we didn't vote for him, because duh, like what the fuck are y'all acting shocked and surprised like this shit, like nobody could see this shit coming, like he did a, like he did a pivot, like he was, it's everything he said he was gonna do, he's doing, how are y'all shocked, I don't, how are you shocked? What is the surprise? What the swing, what swing voters, if you voted for Trump, you're a fucking asshole, you are fucking racist, piece of shit, deplorable, just like Hillary Clinton said, because there's no other reason to vote for somebody who like that, 
was doing these things? Who told you he was going to do these things? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, I told y'all, just the way he eviscerated, just the way she eviscerated Joe Biden, who wasn't even her enemy, who wasn't even really being combative, who was just saying some dumb shit, oblivious, now imagine her up against Trump. And, and, and this is, this is, this is, this is how you beat a bully. You, you cannot, what Kamala did to Joe and what, and what, and what her gift did, one of her gifts is, basically, she doesn't accept the premise of the dumb shit that you were saying. She doesn't accept you, she didn't allow you to stand up there and say, nobody has done more to civil rights than me, knowing that you voted against busing, right? She doesn't accept the, the, and so, and Trump, says a lot of bullshit, and the reason why I say Elizabeth Warren can't do it, because when he called her Pocahontas, she accepted the premise of the bullshit he was saying. Basically, oh, he's saying I'm not Native American, so I'm gonna go out and prove that I'm Native American, when that's not what he was saying, sis, he was just clowning you. He was like, you dumb bitch, you ain't no goddamn Indian, okay, Poc- okay, it's like, like, you know, Oh, okay. Like you know, the dumb dude that comes around. Oh, you know, yo, I got this. I got stocks, and I'm gonna make a. Okay, okay, Einstein, sure. He clowning you. Basically, he's like whatever. He's clowning you. You didn't, but you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't pick up on that because you're not used to dealing with cracker shit. We always pick up on that shit, and that's why we was like, sis, what you doing? Number one, it's dumb because you're not Native American, okay? Even if you got that little bit, bitty percent, everybody got that little bitty percent. You don't see us out here claiming Native Americans. It don't work like that. Only white people think it works like that. They had an article the other day where um, they said they caught, like, white people got $300 million in uh, Indian funds that were supposed to go to natives because they fucking faked Indian ancestry, only y'all think it works like that, only y'all think, oh I got 1% therefore I'm in, no, I can claim blah, blah. only y'all think it works like that so listen, I'm voting for Kamala Harris, I think as Kamala goes I think she is moving at a perfect pace I think Elizabeth Warren is peaking too soon I think that, you know, she's, but she has to because, she, you know as it goes along, I think it's going to become more and more apparent that she's not necessarily, she's not necessarily built to stand up against Trump like Kamala is. I think that's going to become more and more apparent. So she need to get it all out right now. And I know people want a dream ticket of Warren and Harris. It's not going to happen. Two women ticket is not ever going to happen. These motherfuckers can barely bring themselves over for one woman, let alone two. And it's not going to happen. And I don't think that's the best ticket because I think we need to bring out all our base. And I think the way that we bring out all our base, which is black and brown people, is to have a black and brown candidate. It's like I said, I think one of Hillary's biggest mistakes was pointing Tim Kaine, vice president, to appeal to Latino voters. If you want to appeal to Latino voters, you get a Latino candidate that they like, that they approve of. You don't go get a white dude that can speak gringo Spanish. Like, who is this for? So, I think if you want to appeal to Latino voters, you got to go get a Latino candidate. I didn't watch the first night, but I heard Castro represented himself very well, and Castro's another one who shoots straight from the hip. I was watching him on MSNBC the other day. He called Trump an asshole. They they beeped it out, but he said it, and he said it in appropriate context, and he was correct in what he was saying, and we need that. People people are tired of these fucking middle-of-the-road, bullshit-ass politicians that go whichever way the wind is blowing. Like, you have to be ahead. This thing they're doing on the border with these children is wrong. And if you can't say that, God bless Jimmy Carter, he's, if you cannot, if you cannot stand up on this and say this is wrong without doing polling and without seeing all this bullshit, then, like, what are you doing? 
Like you, you are, you are supposed to be a leader. We elect you to lead. We gave you the power to lead, and you were doing nothing. So I think that the dream ticket is Kamala Harris as president, and Julian, whatever, I don't know his first name, Julian Castro as vice president, because the Latinos like him. Um, he's direct. I heard the very well in the debate, and Kamala Harris is a superstar. And I'm sorry if you just finding out. But I'm, and I, listen, I know a lot of people know. I know a lot of people know about Kamala, but some of y'all seem to don't and tell me, oh, she's behind Warren and she's not hitting people. Like, and listen, these fi- y'all following these hair on fire liberal, them motherfuckers ain't never elected nobody, okay? Please stop retweeting them, stop arguing with them. They don't elect anybody. I've never. They have never elected a candidate. The only candidate they ever nominated is, is in, on history as the biggest landslide loss in the world, stop, okay? All that bullshit. Oh, I haven't heard anybody speak about sex. Ain't nobody gonna speak about sex workers. Like, God bless y'all. Ain't nobody speaking about that shit. Niggas ain't worried. The fuck, no fucking trying to get jobs or food on their table. Ain't nobody worried about your rights to fucking fuck. Go, go do that shit. Like, fuck out of here with that shit. Okay? People are worried about real things, and they want somebody who, who can get Trump the hell out of there. And there really should be anybody, but it's definitely Kamala Harris. And, um, I'm gonna say more on it, but not today. But, um, yeah, so, I'm just, sorry, I gotta check the time again, y'all. I'm just glad that, I'm just glad that that, 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 that I was waiting, that's why I wasn't saying nothing. I was like, okay, y'all gonna see, y'all underestimate Kamala, Kamala's good, Kamala's capable, they gonna try to hit her with that bullshit, and then y'all gonna see. Because I knew this debate was coming. I knew it was coming, and I know more are gonna come, and she's gonna stand out. And she's, <laughs> and you have to inspire like I said, it's not just enough that you have to inspire people. Elizabeth Warren, uh, she's great, but I don't know if she's inspired. She's liked, she's liked, but that's not the same as being insp- inspired by people like Megan Accounting, right? But nobody's leading, nobody's going to her for anything. They like her. Oh, Megan Accounting, she's solid. Yes, yeah, never have no issues with Meg. But nobody's following Meg anywhere, right? The guy they follow is 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 Tom in sales because Tom is inspirational. Tom makes you feel good, and Tom gets you excited, right? You have to inspire Trump for good or for bad. Inspires his people. His stupid ass voters. They are inspired by him. You seen them, the the most weak gene pool of motherfuckers ever. But you seen them that he inspires them. Barack Obama inspired us. Hillary, not so much. Hillary was another one. That's what she didn't. Ins- I won't say she, she inspired a lot of people. She inspired women. She inspired girls. But she wasn't super charismatic, right? Uh, Kamala is charismatic as hell, and she's good looking. And if you think that don't matter, it does. Okay, but come on, I don't like them tan suits. I'm sorry, you look really nice in the base day, but that tan suit you travel in, I don't, I don't like it. Can you? It got, it got the stripes on it. I don't, I don't like it. I know he's probably for comfort, and I get it. They wear the same suit. Hillary had figured the blue shit out. Like, figure out something. Like, I don't know, get a gray. You know, maybe a pastel. Like, you know, what is? Y'all on the road? I know y'all trying to look, uh, you know, presidential and stuff, but y'all could wear, not, you know, put on a nice color, pastel, a pink. Put on a color, summertime. You know, Obama went to church in a tan suit. Nobody died. Like, you know, I just, I don't, I don't like that suit. Just, I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. Just trying to figure something out. Okay. All right, y'all. So that's. Oh, I didn't even say what episode number this was. I'm so sorry, but um, this is probably episode. Um, where are we at? Oh, sorry. What number episode is this, Kelly? Anyway, I can't find it. So, when it goes up, oh, I'll tell you. 
Okay, it's episode 214. Last week was Juneteenth. Okay, so announcements. Next week is my birthday. My birthday is 4th of July. Next Thursday, I'm going on vacation. I'm leaving on Wednesday. I'm going to be in Miami. So there's not going to be no episode next week, okay? Which is fine, because I gave y'all this Saturday, and I don't think nothing going to go on too much between now and two. So, I, you know, I ain't want to get on this short episode. So I'm telling you now, no episode next week. Enjoy your 4th of July. Enjoy your holiday. I will definitely be enjoying mine. I might check in from the road on y'all. If y'all follow me on Instagram at Genghis Kells, definitely follow me on Twitter at KMGZ. Um, and I'll see y'all back the week after that, which is what the 12th or whatever day that Wednesday is alright um thanks for listening oh I'm on Stitcher got to tell y'all that on Spotify yet but I'm on Stitcher they sent it to the junk email so I didn't see it so any of you that have Stitcher you can listen to me on Stitcher I'm still on Podbean I'm on SoundCloud and I'm on iTunes my email is thanksforaskpodcast.gmail.com my webpage is thanksforasking.co my Twitter where you can hit me at and where y'all do hit me at is at KMGZ and tell your friends, rate me, like me, I went in there, I saw y'all rating me, I see y'all comments, thank you, I appreciate it, um, tell your friends, and, um, yeah, happy 4th of July, happy birthday to me, happy birthday to all the cancers, cancer season, baby, they can't take us, we shining, that the weather finally got itself together, we got our tans, we out here, oh, and I lost 10 pounds, peace.